everybody. This is Talk Like a Lady, a podcast where we find out all about our favorite ladies. I'm Carly Morton. (laughs) And I'm Jessica Fontana. (laughs) And today we're talking to my number one bitch, Kyle. Not a lady. (laughs) He's not a lady. Not a lady. (laughs) But he'll talk like one with us, so it'll be fine. Hey, Kyle. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So, what are we drinking tonight? Hendrix, what was it? Oh, Midsummer Solstice Gin and Tonic. Yum. Hendrix Gin's my favorite, but this is like summertime favorite. It's like genuinely delicious. It's so good. Oh, nice pun. That was very punny. So Genuinely. Oh, I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to. Genuinely. I'm just a... And then we... Oh, yeah. delicious. I'm just a punny person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, homework time. Who's your badass lady tonight? Kyle? Oh, she's such a bitch. <laughs> it's Carly. What? <laughs> you know, people should probably talk more about their friends, even though there's a lot of badass ladies out there. My badass lady's always been Carly for a long time now. She's done a lot for me over the years, and... She probably doesn't even really know a majority of it, but she's just been that, been that bitch. Will be that bitch. It's <laughs> me. Always gonna be that bitch, for me. She's it's always her. like dug me out of my deepest darkest shit when I'm having the worst times, even if it's just dumb. Because most of the things she come out of her mouth are probably dumb. <laughs> oh, but, it's so fucking dumb. Like, but she doesn't even like mean it to be uplifting, but it is. You know, it's like she pulls me out of ruts, and the first person I'm gonna call usually when I want to be out of that is gonna be her. There's been times in the past that was like, you know, you can't find a way out of a hole. And, you know, she found that for me. And it was, I'll never forget it. Multiple times back in the day, you know. Not so much now because I'm just better. But, you know, mental health's a real thing. So. Right. And then, you know, instead of going to doctors like you should, I didn't ever reach out. I just, you know, inadvertently had a friend. Yeah. Inadvertently reached out to a friend that made it very well known that I I had someone to talk to besides the people that I thought I was going to need to talk to. And that was not expected. And I didn't realize it for years and years and years, really, until later, you know, until you really think about it. But that's how it turned out for me. It turned into something that I won't ever forget and I can never repay. I try to do it with other people, with her. Other, and I've been there for other people, too, and I know that. But I try to base my friendships off of trying to be like that for people. So. I will tell you all the dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many do dick jokes. <laughs> She's got to write a book one day. Of dick jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Carly. Yes. He was having feelings about you and you brought up dick jokes. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> I'm shocked. She's awkward. She's awkward. So <laughs> awkward. Feelings over. That's, that's very nice, though. Yeah. Yeah, she's my person. I don't Turns wanna, out I don't wanna you're a nice human being. Well, you're fine. She's real good at faking it sometimes. <laughs> hey. Sometimes you gotta be able to fake it. Fake it till you make it. Uh, what is your organization? Or it's a uh, Kansas City Anti-Violence Project. It's um, a non-for-profit organization in Kansas City that is there for mainly. It's I think it's I'm still pretty sure it's only the LGBTQ families, but they're there for like violence and sexual assault victims, and they're here and local non-for-profit. They're just great. I've always donated to them when I can. Yeah, and a lot of people I know do, and they just do a lot for the queer community trans community when a lot of people don't have an ally they are their ally nice yeah do we we will i do not know the. do you know the website yeah i'll send it to you okay yeah 
because I, I can I don't know sure it's something 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 dot org probably right? so we'll put that up because not profits you know they can't afford.com <laughs> nobody can <laughs> not I not know. dot edu <laughs> god we're dumb oh god <laughs> roll me out of this room i'm dumb uh, all right well then we're gonna get to our normal questions Norm, there's normal questions no <laughs> oh. We want to know what it was like growing up in Oof. Turner. Turn, in, in Turner Golden Rat Bear Country? Yeah. yeah really, Whoa. It's Say that again slow. Turner Golden Rat Bear Country. <laughs> it's not really what they're called. It's just what you call them if you no, don't go there. Okay. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, Turner, it's going to... It's Turner. If you're from there, you know it. If you're not, you don't. And Is if it you're, Turner, Missouri? It's Kansas. It's Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, I'm not from here. So. It's a... Uh, I didn't hate it, but, it, you know, it's the people in the community are mainly good. And certain, it's just like everywhere, I guess. Certain yeah. areas are good, and then the bad areas outweigh the good. I was lucky enough to grow up in a decent area with, you know, good parents that tried their hardest. We did the best we could. Um, but Turner's also not what it used to be. The community's not. The school's not anymore. But for me, it was fine. Um, brother and sister, we all went to high school. We all just... Lived in a neighborhood, like, come home when the lights turn on type thing. And, yeah. You know, eat dinner and sneak back out when the parents go to bed. But, you know, smoke you cigarettes, drink beer. wait <laughs> until they're asleep. You know? Just But, I mean, growing up was, for the most part, fine. Um, but I was also a closeted gay guy for a lot of it. So, well, all of it, but I didn't know. For what? I knew. But what it didn't know. But it was, uh, it's not, I mean, times are different now, too. You know, growing up in late 90s. In high school, the early 2000s, it's, you know, it's racial there. I mean, there's still probably a lot of race shit going on there. Turner hasn't was known for race riots back in the day. I mean, that's not something I ever really took part in, but I saw it going on around me, and I was super silent about it because, you know, you were either in with people or out with people, and you just had to, if you started voicing your opinions on, like, hey, that's racist, or, you know, don't say the word fag, or, don't you know, don't do those things, you would be you know, ridiculed for it, or, you know, you'd be on that side of the spectrum of not being popular and stuff. Like, not that I was some popular person, but, yeah, you know, right. I just... It's real Straight down the middle for me. School. And, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't know how it is there now, but my parents still live there, but I don't know anybody that really has kids that go there, really. So I don't know. And also, I don't have to know, because I don't care. I mean, I, not that I don't <laughs> care. I don't I don't care. I just don't, you know, so I'm not involved right. in it, you know, so it's not my realm to think about, really. But, I mean... You know, hearing the N-word and fag and all these things on a daily basis turned me, not really turned me into thinking that way, but it definitely made me think, until honestly recently, on how I judge my friends and how I give my friendships to people because, I mean, I've always been really crazy about the word fag, especially since I came out. I've been out since, like, 2005. But abuse of the, abuse of the word fag is using it as an adjective and saying faggot just because there's somebody's less than you to make them feel less than you is just i don't understand it i i've tried to understand the quote-unquote locker room talk part of it especially during trump campaigning and all that. he would say locker room talk i know yeah. but like i've been in many arguments with very very close friends and very close family and people that i consider family and they don't understand it i guess maybe it's not for them to understand but if you can't understand the pure aspect of hey it's offensive like, let's not try to offend people. And I know we all walk on eggshells sometimes and say we're not going to offend people, but fuck, man, if it's offending people, right. you know, it's like, 
I don't want to say the word fag, even as a gay guy. Like, use it as an adjective with my gay friends because I don't want someone to think that I think that that's, they're less than that. You know, it's like, I've been called a fag because I won't do a shot of Jameson. What? Do you mean I'm a pussy? Because hey, if you're meaning... Hey, pussy's a real fucking strong, okay? Well, you know, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, if you're saying fag because you think I'm a pussy, I'm a whole lot of things, and maybe I'm the, I'm the slang definition of fag. Sure, I'm a gay guy, but I'm not a pussy. You know, and it's like when people use that... And that's the thing with Turner. It's just how I kind of grew up. People would just say it all the time. I mean, I did too, honestly. I remember being 7th, 8th grade, fag, pussy. I said the N-word, you know, and regret it. You know what I mean? Like, I've literally called a black man the N-word before. And to this, since then, I mean, within the past five years, I've reached out to that person who I'm not friends with. I still do not like the guy, but not because he's black. You know what I mean? But I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I apologize. It was a Facebook message. It went unanswered. He read it. And that was just me clearing my conscience. It was, I know it was wrong. You know what I mean? And that's why it's, I don't know, maybe people don't have consciences like I do, and clearly people don't, but saying fag and derogatory terms for people that make them feel less than you is, shouldn't be walking on eggshells. You shouldn't have to walk on eggshells to just not do that, to have common decency, you know? See, I think, like, for me, it's really hard for me to understand people that, like, we've talked about the Confederate flag and all that stuff. Like, if, if a large group of people are telling you that it's hurting them then stop doing it it's the same thing with those words well you know it takes right. no effort to just have absolutely a little not. common sense or right. common decency and empathy and just be like oh shit right and even like not you know? say that word or apologize like hey i'm sorry i have a confederate flag i but it's just how i am oh you want me to hang it okay you're like is this a, like learn from you learn from everything like you've clearly like i just said i said the n-word i learned from that like but and i wasn't racist then you know Surely, people have a Confederate flag. Maybe they're saying they're not racist. Well, people are taking it this way, and the history of it is old history. It's still a racist act. Whether yeah. you the it, sentiment behind it is yes. definitely you know. Yes, that's it's just yeah. I'm with you on and that. That's a I Turner just don't thing understand. Too. Back to Turner, I, yeah. I have a friend of mine that I knew in high school has a Confederate flag tattooed down his forearms as a Turner boys or some shit, and it. it's like you regret that. Like I don't talk to him now, but I'm like I remember when he got it. I was like, you're gonna regret that. Stars right. and bars, cool. Get in your S10 and drive all down 55th Street. <laughs> Get in your S10. Everybody from Turner's got a 50 or S10. It's terrible. Yeah. Best thing ever came out of Turner. Me and Christy's Tasty Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I've heard of I've heard of the Tasty Queen. Tasty Queen. <laughs> right, I've heard of it. That's a More plug. Than That's once. a plug. You owe me money. <laughs> maybe they'll uh, sponsor us mm-hmm. next season oh god so they only sponsor race cars <laughs> yeah. yeah you know um so during all that high school all that business what was your dating life mm, i mean i dated girls kind of i mean were I you dating I, girls i mean you said you didn't I knew know I was but gay. you knew i knew okay. i was gay. in high school so it was just was a, okay um, but I wasn't out and it was a front, you know, I'd yeah. hang out with girls, date girls. Like it wasn't like relationships really, but it'd be like dates, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was like, you know, how, how you date in high school, movies, football games, stuff like that. Nonsense, yeah. not real dates, you know, but who goes on real dates now? You just go to the movies and screw, but yeah. uh, that's a real date. Well, Buy me something you know. to yeah. eat afterwards. And oh, eat before at least. I think you got to eat before. You gotta get the meals. You gotta get, you gotta get the meal to see how well the sex is gonna be. I so say this be, side you know? note, and I've been with my husband since I was twenty. Right. So, right? She's like, no. well, I've been with my husband since I was nineteen. Well, he's not. He wasn't my husband then, but right. <laughs> because but yeah, dating life, like 
fun, good dating life wasn't a thing until, you know, I was an adult. Yeah. And that would sort of cause more problems with Phil and I, because I met Phil and I was a teenager too, but we took breaks because of non-existent dating life and having fun and, you know, meeting different people besides the routine relationship people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us how you came out to your family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Was, uh, I'll paraphrase it because it's long. Yeah. Um, my parents already knew. My parent, my mom, I told in an email and I told her I thought I was bisexual. <laughs> Lie. Lie. <laughs> Saw right through that. She already knew I was gay. My mom knew I was gay. Parents always know. You know, my dad, both my parents already knew. I'm also very lucky to come from a family that my uncle's gay. So my, immediate family was it wasn't hard at all really you know it wasn't mm-hmm. i mean it's hard i guess it's like just saying the words is hard you know but i knew it wasn't going to be like you're shunned you're going to be disowned right i don't have that right. story you know what i mean and, that's and i'm lucky because a lot of people do yeah and people still really continue great. to have that story with people that are you know so progressive to be woke parents but then their kid comes out as gay they're like no oh, you know even if you don't necessarily say you disown them you do in a certain way people not always people do you know right I'm lucky to not have that, but I told my parents already, and then my grandparents, we were at Thanksgiving, and I'd already, I met Phil in the beginning of November, so fast forward to Thanksgiving, and we're sitting there, and my aunt's telling a little prayer, you know, cause we're, they're prayers, no offense to if you are, but she's, I like uh, how you say telling a prayer. <laughs> what do you do? I guess you say a prayer. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's like telling a, prayer, a story. Telling, I'm yeah. trying to listen to this prayer. My same prayers have always been saying, rub dub dub thanks to grab yay, God, let's eat. Right. You know? My grandma's telling this, or aunt's telling this prayer, she opens her eyes and goes, your eyes aren't closed. Like, well, neither were yours, apparently. And then she went into this, I don't remember exactly all the words that were said, and of course I'll dramatize it sometimes. Like, <laughs> like she's like, well, you'll be forgiven for that, and you'll be forgiven for everything. I pretty much just said, well, oh, he'll forgive me for anything I do, anything you do. Will you forgive me if I take a dick in my ass for the rest of my life, as long as I ask for forgiveness right before I die? <laughs> Appalled. Appalled. Are you trying oh, to say God. something to us? Well, I don't know him. I, I guess you just figured it out. I'm gay. You know? Shit. Then it was, you know, it's never been like a big, big deal, but it's been, there's been plenty of issues where it's been a big deal. You know? Right. Th- that I feel like it's a bigger deal, maybe... Like, they may say it's not a big deal, but acting towards me is a different way than they act towards my brother, my sister, my other cousins. That's, and maybe I take it wrong, but that's just the me trying to be respectful and try to see the best in people. Because it clearly I was treated differently. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's kind of, everybody gives these old people a pass because they're just raised differently. You well, know? like, oh, but that's just, that's just how they were raised. You know, but I, like, I was yeah. never, like, severely mistreated right. because I was gay. Like, I didn't get shunned to the street. I didn't get disowned. I still have family, you know what I mean? But, you know, in the same aspect as I say that, my aunt still gives me Chick-fil-A gift cards for Christmas every year, knowing that I freaking hate Chick-fil-A and actively talk about them all over every social media in the world. About how terrible they are to gay people. But every year I get a Chick-fil-A gift card. I are can't f- not think that that's like a... Are you fucking no. kidding Like a slap me. in the face. Oh, yeah. Every year. Do you just like toss it back I give it back, back every year. Her. Right back. Right back. Yeah, and thanks. she still does it every, every year. year. This is like the fourth year in a row, fifth year in a row. God, what a cunt. You know, she works there because she's so professional. I hope she listens to this. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. That's- Bitch. <laughs> you know, and it is what it is. And whether she means it to be insulting or not, it is. 
and I mean, you can't not notice my Facebook post or the one year I said, "Hey, do you know why I don't need a Chick Fil A? Because they donate money to gay, gay, anti-gay groups that want to ki- like literally kill homosexuals." Right. Like they donate to lobbyists that campaign to Congress to try to make gays be murdered. It's proof. Right. Like, this is like just no. Everybody knows this. Right. You know. And then not only do you work there and eat there, you give a homosexual man and his entire family a gift card to there. It's so rude. Like why? You know, I'm not going to eat there. Right. But, you That's, know, and I've always had a thing for Chick-fil-A. I've always, it's, I, I, I believe me, I ate there back in the day, and it was good. I get it. It's good. <laughs> you know? But shit, I mean, can you give up some chicken nuggets to support a homie that's gay? Right. I can. <laughs> Pick <laughs> me. Shit. I'll do it. Get Pick some me. different nugs, man. <laughs> I do. I will eat some weirdly processed nugs There's a recipe others. on TikTok for Chick-fil-A nugs. That's I know. Get on there and try them. <sighs> Soak them in pickle juice. Yeah, pickle juice. Yeah, That's pickle what it was. Juice. Pickle juice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did see this. See, yeah. you, you watch TikTok. So I have two more questions on dating. Yeah. One, do you have a worst first date? And two, where did you meet Phil? Oh, God. Worst first date <laughs> and Phil would probably be the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Phil and I met. Let's go with Phil first. So Phil and I met okay. online on a website called xy.com. It's like an old... Like before, grinder, iPhone grinder, mm-hmm. dating mm-hmm. apps type thing. It was just a website that I joined probably like right out of high school or maybe even in high school. The picture of me was like a senior picture type thing. I had a Harley Davidson shirt on, my hand like this, you know, just super. <laughs> my hand on my chin, just super corny and cheesy. Yeah. And Turner, very Turner. I'm surprised the sleeves weren't cut off or something. <laughs> but and I didn't even remember I had it, but it was linked to my Yahoo Instant Messenger account, and I'm. I'd lived in a place. I lived at the, my very first time living by myself, an apartment by myself. I was 18, 19, whatever it was. I get a message from Phil. We start talking on there, and he was like, well, we should hang out sometime. He lived in Lawrence, and he went to college in Topeka at Washburn. I was like, okay. And I had met up with a few guys since then. I'd never had sex with a guy. I'd messed around with guys, but never been, like, super relationship dating a guy at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I hope you know. Just because you come over here, we're not going to have sex. You know, type situation, and we didn't. But he comes over, and it was the most. And we did. No, and then we did. It was the most awkward thing in the world (laughs) because he comes over and he's like super nerdy, which is, I mean, clearly I didn't know this then. That's my type. You know, uh-huh, right. white nerdy is my type. But he comes over, and of course, I'm like looking at him, get out of his car, he gets out of this like nice ass student loan car that he bought. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a. He thinks he's in Too Fast, Too Furious, or whatever was coming out. It's like a Lancer Evolution or some shit. Yellow with ground effects and subs in it. Oh, thinks he's cool. Shit. Oh, Gets shit. Gets out of the car, and he comes up to me with, like, these jeans that are too big. And I'm like, not that I'm some style fashion guy, but I'm like, okay. And, like, eventually we found out that he had a braided belt on, so if we get to the part where we did mess around. I was like, a braided belt? You know? And, like, and then we went to McDonald's. A braided belt? So how is that not my first date, be, or the awkward first date, weird first date, and meeting my future husband? Oh, braided It was very awkward. We had a braided belt. Eventually, when I moved in with him, I cut that braided belt in half. Oh, my God. Because he would it's, wear it. It was a braided. Like, you could tell you got that shit at Walmart or the It is store. probably in the basement. Oh, right oh I'm now. sure he still has it. Pieces of it. He's a hoarder. Oh, but, but yeah. and then if you we, ever need anything, you can just ask Phil, and he'll be like, yeah, I have seven of those. When the pandemic happened, I was like, shit, we got to get some Clorox wipes and some Lysol. I brought up a case of each. Nice. We're See? Good. We should have been selling it. Literally, we still have some. We could have been I selling am. it. 
I need you to be my dealer. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks a bottle. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> it comes with one free face mask. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I agree. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a braided belt. It was terrible. It was terrible. I think we watched, like, it was some award. It was November. We met in November, so it had been, like, some award shows in November. Like, fuck, it might have been the CMAs or some dumb shit. But it was some... Like award show, the Oscars, I don't know what it was, but we watched that and then literally get in his race car and go to the McDonald's <laughs> drive through for our first day. McDee's. So romantic. Yep. Rated Belt and McDonald's. Aww. That was in November. And we probably had a couple dates and then we just moved in together because that's okay case too. <laughs> no, we waited that's what February. lots of We waited a few do. months. We took it slow. We, we went steady till February. Slow and steady. So that's steady for gays. So shit, you'd be married and divorced by now by then. Right. Like <laughs> okay, so Phil went to Washburn. You guys moved in. Did you you moved in in Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. Your apartment in Lawrence, yeah. And then uh so what were you do like what was your career? Were you <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a career then. It was a job that I worked somewhere and then I immediately quit because it was in Lawrence. It was in Kansas City and I lived in Lawrence. I got paid like 10 bucks an hour. I'm like, well, that's pointless. Well, that's dumb. So then I started looking for a job in Lawrence uh-huh. and I started working at a gas station. That's how I met Shaq. Yes. And all of her kids and <laughs> all my friends all from Lawrence. You know what I mean? All of her family. And look, like, that's <laughs> like, it's that's that happened. And then eventually I started working at Nations. So that's, you know, and then I've been there forever since. But so I moved to Lawrence and then Phil. College, 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 and I just work. And he was working too, obviously. But then I just we eventually came home. Well, I was like, we're moving to Kansas City. But <laughs> yeah, but I, there was no career then. Hell, I'm barely hanging on to a career now. <laughs> I mean, it counts. It's a job. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a career. I mean, it's where we fire. met. A, yeah, it is where we met. It's a career as long as they don't fire me again. Right. As long as you don't. This. As long as you don't fire me again. I did fire you once. Yeah. Well, I laid you off. You fired me, yeah. but you did give me plenty of warning. So I that think I I'm pretty sure I took you to lunch and got you drunk first. Yeah, I, I had a couple big beers at the. See, what was the name of that place? Wallabies. Wallabies. Yeah. There was a restaurant. Bar. It's like literally bar. like this. Our back parking lot and their back parking lot pretty much touch. So you just and so zoom through the back. You would always go over there the for lunch, have a big beer, and, come and then come back work. to work. But Very that time I had like three oh, we, big beers. Are the, Top tier of professionalism in nations. Right. Let me tell you. The only. Uh, probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, well. Yeah. And so then. Edit. This one. He's like, yep, it's happening today. Because, like, it was already happening yeah. to everyone. And so I was like, cool. And then we went to lunch. And I had, like, three big beers. Came back. Got fired. And then I was like, cool. See you at your house at five. Wait for me at my house and we'll go out to drink some more. Right. I guess I'll yeah. pay. So, yeah. I guess. Since, <laughs> since you just fired me, you get to buy my drinks. That's fine. And so I just went over to Kyle's house and stayed there. For <laughs> Sounds, like three months. I had, a key, I had a key to your house. Like, I legitimately you had a key it's to a different his house. house. But right. Well, Good don't times. try to use that then. Don't, don't go tell back. me what to do. Listen, bitch. <laughs> don't scare the people that live there now. It's really far away. I'm sure they changed the lock. <laughs> Probably not. Mm-mm. Is yeah, that where the Canadian t- tuxedo happened? Is it that house or is it my old house? The other house, Turner House. No, the Canadian tuxedo happened at Denise's yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was that house she went to. We have a lot of stories. Oh, my yeah, God. You do. So many. 
ridiculous stories. I'll tell the Canadian tuxedo story about it. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing ever. Okay, well, we let's got really drunk. We I was staying with a friend of mine. Right. You after, had a room after, there. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I basically had a bedroom there. I was staying with a friend of mine and uh this is after my Oh, and we all worked together. Yeah, we all worked together. This is after my unspeakable breakup. That mm-hmm. was so depressed about when mm-hmm, Carly pulled mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. So we're staying the night at my house, like we did every night because we're drunk all right. the time. Just right. hammered drunk. Correct. And that house was literally five seconds from my office. Uh-huh. So we'd just get drunk and stumble into work. We'd get out of bed at like 8.50 and stumble into work at 9 and do it again every night. We yes. might shower. It was terrible. We Maybe. were just terrible people, drunks. Right. Well, we were sleeping with this quilt, I guess. It was like a jean quilt. It was like someone made... Uh, a, a bed Timberlake and a denim Spears. a denim bedspread. So we called it the Canadian Tuxedo Quilt. <laughs> okay, okay. And it just so happened that after we slept with it for like four or five days, I started itching real bad. Oh no! And this is right when Phil and I were getting back together after this breakup. <laughs> and I'm like itching real bad. Like, what the hell? Like to the point where I'd go to the doctor. I'm like, what the hell did I do? I mean, I was single for a little bit, but I was like, what did I do? And why is my back itch? But, Everything itch. But oh it was like, it's so, not just, like it's the, not just the, the areas of STD itch. Right. I was like, well, I had scabies. Uh, <laughs> and I gave them to Carly and I gave them to Phil. I didn't have scabies. Oh, you never got them. Phil, had, no. Phil 100% had them. Phil got them. But it was like from sleeping in that bed, it had to have been. It's the only thing I could think of. The, like, where else would I have gotten them? You know? Right. When the, I was telling the doctors, asked me about it. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, you've slept in any like, different rooms lately? And I'm like, Huh. You know, not really, because I'd already, like, my single part, like, the, my hoe day mm-hmm. was done. I was pretty much back with Phil. I was right. at my friend Denise's pretty house. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the hoes never die. <laughs> <laughs> they can come back out if you need them to. But I was, <laughs> well, I'm staying at my friend's house. I'm like, I had to have gotten scabies from there. So that's the only place we could track it back to. But that was my fun scabie oh, day. God. And you had a really hot doctor. What song did we sing? Oh, I'll be... So um, sly. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, we're so dumb. Oh, what was it? We were uh, we were such dumbasses. It oh was great. We used to just get drunk and sing songs and make them about our lives. Yeah. And we have one about our scabies. Yes. Sweet. I'll be glad when you're dead. You're scabies you or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're so dumb. But you know, it was fun. Good times. So I'm glad I don't have scabies anymore. I do have a scar on my butt cheek. If you'd like to see. From the scabies. Yes. How rude. Yeah. Left a scar there. Permanent okay. damage from that fucking thing. Tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it was not fun. I don't, I don't suggest trying to get scabies. No. I mean, does anybody try? Well, apparently, I, don't I, don't, I wasn't trying, but it happens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, not Mitchy. Well, enough about the scabies. Enough about <laughs> <laughs> Enough about scabies. Tell us about the woman influencers in your life. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're... Is that it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, it's I got it. Like, mm-hmm. like It's a dick whistle. It is. I got it. And a bottle opener. Women influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, any woman, honestly. like, Well, not any, I guess. But I think um, women... Well, I don't think. I know that women are underappreciated and undervalued. I've always said... I mean, if you want to get a job done, have a woman do it. They're going to do it better than you and smarter than you and faster than you. Um... And that's mainly just because they've had to work so hard for it, too. You know, like, they don't get afforded the same privileges, so they have to overcompensate with the actual knowledge and the achievements, you know. They can't just half-ass it where a man can. And I believe me, I've done half-assed it. You know, I'm like, 
and I still get the recognition over a woman sometimes, you know, and it's so uh, anyone, but like my mother, she influences me by just, I, I, as an adult, I realize more what she did for us than I ever did when I was a kid, you know, kid didn't matter, but you know, it's like, and the more, the old, it's like, I just spent some time with my sister and like, we realized that the things that we thought were so terrible that we thought would just eat us alive forever. We know it'd be fucked up in the head from, or just like, you know what I mean? Not every parent did the same thing. Not every kid got raised the same way. Not every mom made the same mistakes. And not every mom had the same, you know, things available for her to make the same success. And, you know, my mom did really well for what she was given. And, like, my dad is part of the picture, too, obviously. But, you know, my mom, she was just very... You could tell as an adult the sacrifices she made for us when she was a kid, when we were kids. Like, basically, you know, having to work as much as she can... And uh, try to, she just had to do extra all the time, you know. And, you know, and her mom probably did for her too, and then, or didn't in some capacity too. Everybody could have a million things to complain about, but I'd rather remember the things that I would like to brag about my mom, you know, and just being my mom, you know. God, she's a tyrant. She'll drive me (laughs) nuts. But, you know what I mean? She's still my mom, and this is, and I don't love her just because she's my mom. I appreciate more of the things she's done for me and my pet, like when we were young, for all of us, my brother and my sister too, like, you know sacrifices that you didn't think even the littlest things like working a quick trip till midnight or something like that that like then it was just a job but no that wasn't what she was needing to be doing she should have been at home with her kids you know it's like when we're complaining that mom's at work we're like oh you know we're mad or we're beating the shit out of each other and i'm hanging my sister in a closet or you know getting sprayed with mace by my sister these are all real stories <laughs> you know like and we're all mad so mad at my sister and my mom Right. For not being home, well, that was so I could have Nikes, or you right. know, or thing, Shelby yeah. could do cheerleading, but or my sh- brother could do soccer, or I could have three boxes of cereal, or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but children's eat. brains aren't capable yeah, right, to understand that right. yet. Like that's that's what sucks about being a parent. It's right. like, right. Well, you know, and it's like and more, kids, kids are fucking assholes. They are. They just are. Right. Yeah. And you know, the, the older I've gotten, the more humans, I realize how big of an asshole I am, and the jerks. more like I'm not a parent, so I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I have children that I care about as if I think I would care about them if I was a parent, but I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. And I have plenty of friends that are, like you guys, and like I know every parent's always told me there's nothing replaces the love for a kid, you know what I mean? Like I love my nieces more than anything in this world, you know, I love mm-hmm. my friends, I love your kid more than anything. It's like, I, well. <laughs> <laughs> that little asshole. But you know I mean? Like I love kids, but I'm not a parent, so I don't, right. I don't have the same, like I would tell myself right now if I had to jump off a cliff to save her daughter, I would, and I would. And I know that, but it's like, that's still not the same as a, you would burn that cliff down. You know what I mean? You would right. bulldoze. You know, like it's just different. I would assume. Assume, I guess. But kids are great. But you know, my mom just didn't have. We didn't have any of that respect for her then, as we do now. You know. Right. And that's. I guess we never really told her I'm sorry, but you know, it's like being a parent's a thankless job. She says she says this all the time now. I'm like, yep. and we still piss her off. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Getting together I was with my like I was saying we we're with my sister and we went and visited my mom and dad were there and me and my sister were there and we're just. Me and my sister are bickering back and forth. My mom now, she's older. She, she doesn't have to tell us to shut up. She just sits there and lets whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still, it's like, God, I can imagine. Me and, and me and Shelby were just like that then, too. Like, mean as shit to each other. Right. And my mom would be like, stop. You know, now she's just like, no, whatever. Like, we're adults. fight, fight. I'm like, God, I couldn't imagine putting, like, how much it stressed me out just fighting with my sister or watching my nieces fight. Right. I could imagine that every freaking day. Right. I can. You know? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I bet you can. Well. Oh, mine just fights with me. I'm, 
I'm very <laughs> lucky that I can't fall into a vagina and have a kid on an accident. Or well, <laughs> I mean, you not, could. That your kid, not that your kids are accidents. Excuse me, but you, know, you like, could. I can't. It's I don't have kids. I'm never going to have them that I know of. I mean, things could change, but I'm never going to have kids. And I don't understand the sacrifice to having kids as much as much as I know everybody loves it too. You know, but the sacrifice to having kids. I'm lucky. I'm like I'm. Gonna, I'll be rich compared to all you kids because I ain't. Yeah, I ain't got yeah no but kids, I don't think you know? like I was just talking to somebody the other day about because I think there's a lot. Of, I don't think anybody understands all that you even when you want to be a parent, you have no right. idea what you sacrifice until right. you're in it. Mm-hmm. But both sides are fine. <laughs> like right. It's okay to not want to sacrifice all that shit. Right, and but there's, those, there's people out there that say that you know like. You should have kids. Like, I've had plenty of people no. tell me, it's in your cards. Because I always say kids aren't in my cards. And, you know, because they're not in my cards. If I wanted to have kids, I'd have to go get somebody else's cards. Right. You know what I mean? So they're not in my cards. And it's like I have plenty of people that are going to, well, not plenty of people, people that are trying to get those other cards from people and try to have a kid. And it's a struggle and stressful and expensive and heart-wrenching. Just like, oh my God. destroys your emotions for you and everybody around you. And it's like, and that sucks. I want people. I think kids are amazing. I think being a, I, I, I know I'd be a great parent. Yes. But I don't have to have a child to make myself feel valuable as a parental influencer. Like I could right. tell your kid to shut up and go play in his room the same way I could tell mine. Right. You know, or I could sit down and I would let you. Or I could sit there and be like influential and talking to a kid and having a real conversation uh-huh. that you're not going to have with your parents. You know, it's right. like I remember having conversations with my uncle, mm-hmm. and that was not that he was a parent influence to me, but like those conversations I remember. You know, because, yeah, like, having, you know, he's also a gay man, and, like, that's <sighs> helped, too, for me. But it's, like, you know, like, I remember those, even with my dad's sisters, and so, like, I remember those conversations more than I remember having conversations with my mom. Some, you know, because they weren't always talking to you like a parent, where right. you're, like, or saying no, or, you know, they might let me say shit at seven years old. You know, those, I remember that, you know. I remember being drunk my at my cool aunt's aunt. house. I remember, you know, I remember those things. You know, it's, like, those are the things that happen that... Maybe not always the best decision in the world, but they didn't kill me. You know, right. somebody leaving their kid at home when they're seven years old with their sister and brother probably was the best decision, but it didn't kill them. Yeah, but that, again, that kind of goes, that's what, you know, you're right. Being a parent is a thankless job. But if, like, the idea of, besides raising, for me, raising good men and, like, nice people in general is, I hope that whatever I'm doing now, when they're adults... I'll kind of reap that reward where we can right. be close and like. See, the reward I'm hoping for is that if I take really good care of my niece, Amelia, my oldest niece, and tell her I love her all the time and make sure I'm her favorite person, she'll wipe my ass when I'm 75 years old. Absolutely. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Because I don't have a whole lot of options. Right. You know? But you're right, <laughs> though, because you're right, though, because I think kids are. They. I mean, it's like in their DNA. It's in our DNA to just be annoyed with our parents when we're young. Right. So it's amazing, amazing. Or find ways to annoy them. That was always fun for me. Right. Like but it's amazing to have other people around. Right. It. I mean, there's. Yeah, like, I guess they say it takes a village. It's probably absolutely. True, you know? Yeah. I want to be the village, not the, not the house. You know, not the people that have the kids. <laughs> but both are like insanely important. I ain't got to pay for them. Right, yeah, and you can leave them at home yeah. and like. I'll like, buy them a cool birthday present, a yeah, Christmas yeah. present. Give them a hundred bucks for a prom dress or something like that. But I'm not going to go. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to just have remember to, that. I don't have to pay for. He every said day it on life. the podcast. It's a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Check. <laughs> 
Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm going to ask you this question. I know the answer. So do I. <laughs> but uh, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. <laughs> God. I know. I know. I need to tell you about us. Well, I don't care. She'll hear it. A text message I got recently during uh-huh. quarantine. Uh-huh. Extrovert remind me of it. It was from Barrett. I know you're... Oh, just, I'm not talking shit, Jess, because you're going to hear this and say I'm talking shit. I'm not. <laughs> not me. She was like... <laughs> she was like... Uh, something like, I know this has got to be killing you through quarantine because you're such an extrovert. And I'm like, oh, I am. She's always been really good with words. But that reminded me of that. But yes, it was terrible. I never responded to your text, but it's been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so nice. terrible I went back to work. Oh, Jesus. It's been... That- so delightful for my sweet little introvert brain. Same. Same. So delightful. No, no, I mean, I don't like, I hate, because I'm also an overthinker. So I hate having to overthink going to, like, ordering shit from the grocery store and, like, not being able to go and do little things. Right. But staying home, having no plans is my dream. It's like, now that I'm working full time at a nine to five again, or nine to midnight, whatever it is. Like, for the past four years, I've been working at a bar, mm-hmm. you know, and I had a full-time schedule there, but it's like, if I wanted a day off, I wouldn't have a problem being like, do somebody, somebody want this shift? Do you want to work right. for me? Or this and that. You know, that was nice. Or picking certain, if I just didn't want to work for three days, that's like a month in advance, but like, I'm not working these days. Mm-hmm. It's different at like a corporation type job. So, well, you know, it has its perks too, but I'm like... Now I'm now I'm like God. I could use a quarantine at home for like four or five days. You know, it's right? Like, it's like when I'm off now. It's like I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Like Sunday, I just lay on the couch all day. Didn't move. Didn't want. To, I ordered food. Like I couldn't even move to go outside to smoke a cigarette or do laundry or go do. Laundry. I just like I don't want to leave. I don't want to do anything. You know. But for the first month of quarantine, I was like, I'm going to kill someone if I don't get out of this house. Right. Like I would just go drive around the block. Well, didn't walk. God, didn't would I walk. do that? No. <laughs> Fuck that no, shit. I would drive four miles. I'd drive all the way to Legends and back. But I ain't walking around Strawberry Hill at all. <laughs> you could have walked to Go Chicken Go, and it would have been the best. Then I'd have to walk back. Well, true. That's true. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Oh, yeah, you like... His house, like, backs up to... It's right next. I mean... Yeah, it's like across. It's, it's like, like yeah. a block. Go One block. Street, it's like the next street yeah. over. Yeah. Um... What I do can you? Smell it from my front porch. Oh fuck you! <laughs> what do you hate and love? Normally we say b- about being a woman, but what do you hate and love about being a man? Mm. I love that I could pee standing up. Oh. Uh, fuck off! Is it really just the Quit best? Bragging. Because I feel like that would just be the best. <laughs> it uh, would be so. I guess handy. I don't know what it's really like to have to pee sitting down. But I mean, you can do that yeah, too if you I mean, want. Yeah, but you, you can still point to. it. Yeah, right. do it anywhere I want, you know. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to hover when you're at a bar. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. You know, the worst bar to pee in. I guess Italy. Love, Italy, because they don't have right toilet seats. I guess love wouldn't be the right word. I'm lucky. I've always said I'm lucky because I was born male, middle class, and white. Yeah. You know, and that's you know that's not my fault. But I mean, it's like I guess I'm lucky for that. You know, I, mean, I wouldn't love that. I guess I shouldn't be like that. But you know. Um, that's privilege, you know. I guess mm-hmm. I can't yeah. love my privilege, but it's like you can't not, you know, appreciate I don't know it. If that's the right word. I don't know if that. I don't want to sound terrible, but I feel like the fourteen people are going to listen. Well, now, hey, but, <laughs> hey, you know, like fifty people uh, might um, listen. Um, hate twenty-five. Um, hair. 
God, the older you get, the hair grows everywhere. Oh. Um, ball like, pain. Well, you I've had, had some ball issues. That's you had like, some ball issues. Yeah. Um, the balls really hurt, especially when they're putting needles into them. Oh. Checking for cancer and that fun stuff. I didn't have cancer, but it was close to cancer. Yeah. But uh, that was scary. It was really painful, and when they swell up, you could you wouldn't believe it, but your ball could swell up to like the size of a freaking cantaloupe. Shut the fuck. How do you even walk around with that? You don't. You do carry you it. Like, do you just carry it? Kind of like sidestep. <laughs> you just hold one in your hand and like. No, you don't touch it because it makes it hurt even worse. Oh. But I guess I'm sure there's more things that I should say that hating being that I hate being a man for. But I probably think of those when I leave here. Right. But I, that was right in. Write it in. Yeah, I mean, I I'm pretty comfortable in my own skin for the mm-hmm. most part. I pretty outgoing and comfortable with everything I do. I mean, there's obviously days where I'm just like, Egh, you know, or shy, but I'm not really a shy person. But no. it's a uh, I replace whatever. The qualities that I don't think I have with being extra with the ones I know I do have, like being outgoing, being loud, being aggressive. I am an aggressive personality. Everybody knows that. Like, I'm super in your face with everything. I don't know a stranger. I mean, I replace any, you know, uncomfortableness I've ever had with anything, which I can't even think of what it would be. But there's times where you feel this way. You know, I'm like, oh, I replace it with being funny or being stupid or, you know, making jokes or dick jokes or <laughs> fucking had I don't a know feeling anybody that made does a that. dick joke or having drinks and doing drugs. Why are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see i love that you guys are like the same people and you're the opposite and i'm but we're friends because we right. like we balance, balance each, other, each other and we just like no that's why we don't hang out as often as we used to because we're like train wrecks Oh, God. You guys like feed off of each other, right? Yeah, we'll just like go yeah, but in everybody a fucking needs spiral. that person too. Yeah, yeah, it, and she's definitely my person. Yeah, like that. she's probably my only friend that I'm more. I have probably more in common with her as a friend than anybody else because, like, most of my other friends, like I have shit in common with everybody, obviously. But it's well, like, that's what friendships are. You know, it's yeah. where one person's the dominant person. I'm usually always the dominant person, mm-hmm. and she's a dominant person too. But it's like then it becomes this thing where we're like trying to overcompensate our dominancy, and then somebody <laughs> ends up. Like almost offended, but she, then you're like, oh yeah, we're just being stupid, you know? right? <laughs> and we probably pissed each other off a million times, and like we get over it faster too out. than I would with other friends. I've had arguments with friends the last three years because of dumb shit, you right. know? Like I don't think we've ever fought more than ten minutes or a day. I never even really fought. I don't know that we've ever no. actually fought. Whatever, you know? I mean, what are we gonna fight? Go about? home, you know. Right. I'll see you tomorrow. Like stop being such it's a drunk asshole. It's my turn asshole. to sing at karaoke. goddammit. it! Right. Go sleep on the couch, stupid. But, God. <laughs> well. Well, you know, that's always where I landed. I always <laughs> slept on the couch. Well, every once in a while we just snuggle, but whatever. Yeah, sometimes. We've we've been the known truth to snuggle. Comes out. <laughs> we've been known to get into shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> so many. It's a different podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'm I'm like 99.9% sure I could not hang with you guys. Oh, I don't think I can hang with anyone now, but but even back in the when day, I was, back in the day when I was thirty <laughs> and flirty. <laughs> oh no, 30 that is 30. not allowed on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Jesus Christ, woman! God, they were good times. Though. God, I can't believe uh, all that dumb shit we used to do. We used to I know. Be drunk and drive everywhere like idiots. I didn't drive. Why well, I always drove, but God, one time I didn't idiots. drive. Right, the one time you didn't drive, god damn it. Should have just gone home with you. Told you. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even do, I don't even, I don't know if I could hang with 10 years ago me or 8 years no. ago me either. No. I mean, there's days where I get, like, weekends or something like that where I'll get into some crazy shit again, but it's like, I can't hang anymore. Yeah, like, not during the week, for fuck's sake. No. I'll, what what were we I'm, doing? I'm worried about the three drinks I've already had tonight. I have to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably have, like, three more, but... I get up at 6 no. and Me walk too. into I the next room. I get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock, and then drive <laughs> to work. Ew. And I have people yeah. in my ear and at my desk 400 times a day. Gross. On the phone. Lots Fuck of, those people. Lots of people. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> I mean, they're all my employees, but... Like, so then they're super assholes. And they're all new. You know, I have a bunch of new people, so it's like I'm constantly, like, I can't just, like, coast through a day. Right. You know, it's like I can't, like, have a hangover day, you know? I wasn't a boss back then. I mean, I was, but it's you like... You were, but not a big boss. Yeah. Have you That's ever a, have you ever um, done charcoal pills? Mm-mm. It helps your liver process things. I have these things called triorals now, which I just like the name, but... <laughs> everybody everybody should be trying some oral, but... <laughs> uh. <laughs> You put it in water, and it's like it tastes like what I imagine a banana bag or like a um, potassium, pota- like yeah. a bag you get at the hospital. Uh-huh. It would taste, it would taste like it's like it tastes like straight up salt water. Ugh. But you chug it, and within fifteen minutes, it's like you're still like head kind of hungover, like your brain's kind of mashed. But you're not brain, puking everywhere. But you're not like, or your body doesn't feel as bad. And then within a couple hours, you're usually okay. I also don't really get drunk on work nights anymore, so that's good. But no, school nights are the my worst biggest thing. Right any, my biggest thing is really is just being so tired. You know, it's like if I don't go to bed at ten thirty or eleven o'clock, I'm like struggle bus. Right. You know, I've actually so before quarantine, for I mean, my oldest is almost twelve, so like that, like I would normally lay in bed when he would go to bed, and it's kind of stayed that way. So I'd be in like I'd probably be asleep at like ten. On a weeknight. But now, I'm like, all the... Like, I stay at... Last night, I fucking stayed up till like, 12.30. What the fuck, man? There's nights I'll just start watching TV and next thing I'm like, shit, it's one. Right, and then you're like, fuck. Except for now that I work from home, I don't have to clock in until, like, 8.30. So, I set an alarm for 8 and I wake up before it because apparently that's what old folk do now. (laughs) And I'm just like, it'll be seven because my favorite thing to do is to sleep in. I'm like, don't fucking talk to me before this certain time I'm sleeping in. It's now just on weekends. But I'll set the alarm for eight to be at work at 830 and I'll wake up at seven. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah like, I just read. I, you know, I'm a boss. I wake up, so at, fi- like I wake up at like 520. I've always said the same thing since I've ever been in any type of management. I'm like, what time do you get to work? I'm like, yeah, I'm between seven and nine. <laughs> Just depends. Like, you know, it's like most days I'm there by seven o'clock in the morning. But sometimes I'm going to be there at nine. Right. (laughs) Like, if I don't want to be there on time, even if I'm not like up late, if I just sometimes I just don't feel like getting out of bed right away. Or if I have shit to do, like go vote this morning. I'm like, oh, right. I'm going to go vote at 7 30. I'm going to be at work. I'm still there, I think, by 7 30. Even when I say I'm going to be late, it's like 7 45. Going to be late. But, you know, it's like I (laughs) work there long enough. That's my kind of, I guess, privilege. I'm going to come in between seven and nine. My employees get there at nine. I'll be there before they get there. Yeah. Right. I still get. Also, I leave it in between seven and nine. So fuck them employees. I'm gonna work in between twelve and fifteen hours, but I'm gonna come in at whatever time that's convenient for me. Right. Have booth as you should. Yeah, it's not that great. We're trying not to be that. But it's, <sighs> it's, it's, that it's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Do you have a me too story? Hmm. 
that you want to talk yeah, about that you see. want to share no not i mean not for me personally yeah i've been a part of other people's not whoa <laughs> okay. that did not yeah no, sound okay, not great not back that, that up i've been on the, the friend side of people right. i've been a friend right, of people right. that i've had them okay. but no i don't i've never really i mean it's they're terrible like i've the one time I thought I was going to kill someone was, like, literally, like, I'm not a fan of physical violence, but the one time I literally thought I was going to try to kill someone was when somebody basically raped one of my friends, and I was going to kill... Like, I didn't... There was nothing stopping me. You know what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah. Bad. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, me you know too. I mean? But, you know, it was like... I couldn't imagine being on the, I guess, receiving end of that, and then... Or, you know, or of a parent right. having a kid. Or, I, I don't know, I can't imagine what that's like, but no, I've never... That I remember, anyway. Right. I've been a lot drunk. I've been drunk a long time, but I'm pretty sure I'd know. I'm always surrounded by Carly would have been in the bed next to me, so. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. My Me Too stories. Also, Carly. <laughs> oh, and look, there's Carly. <laughs> no. Well, that's good, though. Yes. I mean, good. I mean, that's not a should be more people thing. like that instead of the other way around, but. Yeah. Right. People are assholes. And they terrible are. people. Horrible people most of yes. the time. All of them, not all of them, not you, and not you. Well, I'm an, I'm definitely Thanks an asshole. Oh, I didn't say you weren't an asshole. Oh, yeah. I said you weren't a terrible person. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're just a like kind of terrible. So you're for not listening. I mean, you're just an asshole. <laughs> um, are you good at taking compliments? Um, yeah. I mean, I think I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I am. Good. I'm Give pretty, yourself one. Do oh, it. Oh, see, that was dumb. Oh, um, gotcha. <laughs> I'm a good friend. You are a good friend. I mean, it's like what I was saying about the racism stuff and the fact it's like I have held back for so long of actually deciding who I be a good friend to because I'm so obsessed with being just a good person to everybody. Like if you're my person and you're my friend, you're my family. You know what I mean? Like you just you're right there with them. I mean, I would do everything for you. you Anything I can, anyways. Mm -hmm. But there's people that I've been friends with for years that don't deserve that from me. Like it doesn't mean I hate you. Doesn't mean I don't be a part of your life. It just I'm not going to be your friend anymore. For certain situations, and like me being a good friend, me saying I'm a good friend for all these years, the, the friend I thought I had to be didn't let me be a good friend to the people I should have been a good friend to, like people of color. I'm allowing myself to be friends with people that use the N-word, even though they know that it's terrible, when I should be more of a friend to my friends of color and say, no, you shouldn't use that, and like, I can't make you not use that. You sure? Freedom of speech? You got the freedom of speech, but freedom of speech doesn't come with freedom of consequence. Without freedom of consequence. And the consequence of using that word or being like that is not me not being your friend. I'm not saying that I'm some prized chicken. Or like, <laughs> I'm the best of the... You know what I mean? But it's like, more people should be like that. I refuse... That's the family, too. I refuse to be your your nephew. I refuse to be a part of your life if you're going to treat people with disrespect like that. We don't have to agree that people should do this or do that, but we can all agree at the end of the day that people shouldn't be fucking racist. Right. Or, well, we can't all agree on that, well, and that's the problem. Yeah. Right. That is a that is a big problem. And I refuse to be a part of people. I refuse to give my friendship to people that are being like that because my friendship is valuable, and I know that I'm a good friend, and I know that what I give people, whether it's sometimes I'm an asshole, but I like I'm a good. Fr I know I'm a good friend, and if they can't take that, if if they can't at least try to change their opinion on being a bigot or equality or anything like that, then my friendship's not valuable to them anymore. And I will just, I just have to take it away. So I know I'm a good friend, and that makes me a better friend to other people too. So. I agree. Good job, friend. <laughs> Don't be racist, you dicks. 
<laughs> you fucking dicks. <laughs> All right, what do you do for fun? <laughs> Drink, I guess. <laughs> All I do is work. Work, right. eat, sleep. Okay, how about pre-quarantine? Cute dogs. I do have cute dogs. I do a lot of things for fun. Concerts. Pre-COVID, um, what did you do for fun? Live music, obviously, is like my number one thing. I'm it, jonesing. I've never had a withdrawal more in my life than a concert. Last concert I went to was March 4th. I think it was the 4th. Glass Animals. But, like, that's the last time I saw live music. And it's literally the longest I've probably gone since I was probably 16. Yeah. And it's, and it really, it doesn't, like, it feels like it's been forever, but it's not that long. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. There's people that go to two concerts <laughs> a year. You know what I mean? Of course. Uh, the Rockin' Tours were last year. Last Last fall. year in the fall. During oh, it was October. It was October it was our, our children's fucking... Um, was that yeah. your last concert? School concert. <laughs> and we we yeeted ourselves out of that. I've watched a lot of concerts on TV. I, you I think yeah. that might be... Oh, it's not mine, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You go to a lot of like local shit mm-hmm. that I am not... Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't do that. And you're like, I don't even know who that is. And I'm I like, don't. Bye. <laughs> do you want to go with me? No. Bye. <laughs> I don't. I, I just don't. <laughs> That's one you has long. to watch them kids. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ew. Children. I do love them though. Um, what is the best advice you've been given? About anything. Don't have to be anything specific. Live. I mean, live your life. I was going to say, are you going to say live, laugh, love? Oh, Oh, Jesus. Yes, tattooed on my... You got a tram stamp of it when I was 16. Is it right next to that scar on your ass? Yeah. My my (laughs) scabby scar. Right next to it is live, laugh, love. (laughs) Canadian tuxedo. I would love it Um, if you got a... Tattoo of Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears in their in their uh, Canadian, Canadian tuxedos. tuxedo. Yeah. We do have matching tattoos. You'd have to get the matching one. Yeah, we have matching tattoos, and we have wanted to dress up as them for Halloween. Yes, We've I talked was about at it. Goodwill one time, and I regret this decision because I should have bought. It was Justin Timberlake's like. It it was all it was it was the jacket it was oh. glorious and I should have bought it. Why wouldn't you buy that? Because I'm an idiot. God, you're an idiot. <laughs> little idiot. You little idiot. Little idiot. Little idiot. a rap name now. Every yeah, little got idiot. A little kind of little <laughs> idiot pump or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rap name. It's oh, our new God. podcast name. Little idiot pump. Little idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I okay. don't know. Advice would have to be live. My mom told me a long time, just live your life. Do the best you can. You know, live. Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't live. A lot of people just live in this fairy tale land that shit's just going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try to go out and get my own stuff. I mean, believe me, I want things to fall into my lap. Right. And I, uh, everybody, I mean, I do believe that I've earned things that I don't have. You know, I got fought for things I don't have. But I'm still going to keep trying. You know, live. Keep going. Right. Know? And some people just there's no exist. Good, there's not going to be any good just to sit there and sulk about it. I, mean, I, I might sulk about it for a minute. but get your ass I like back up, figure it out, bit. you know. I mean, I like yeah. to sulk, too. There's you know, and good, sulking's good for you. It is. I mean, it makes you th- reflect and think of why, you know. But it's, you know, people that show up and live and get shit done are the people that get shit done. 
and get things, you know. So it's like I'm responsible for my own success in that aspect, you know, and like my own achievements. It's like I could sit there and be like, oh, I failed, and be a crybaby about it, or I could just try to do it again, you know. And that's what I do, and it, believe me, it pisses me off too. I'm dealing with it right now, but it's it's easier to tell yourself that days after you sulk about it, you know, sulk about <laughs> it for a little bit, get pissed off, move on, go on and get, go on and get, go on and get. All right, let's wrap this fucker up, yeah. shall we? So we have to. We do not know the website. It's but a, we will get it. Yeah. We're going to get it because we want people to go and donate money. KCAVP.org. KCAVP.org. All right. Uh, and in the meantime, in however long break we take. We're not going to take that. Long. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, uh, like, email us. Give us some Me Too yeah. stories or happy stories or... Yeah, whatever. You know what? Just reply to us on Instagram or Twitter because I know some people are listening because I've seen our numbers. So someone is listening. Why don't you just write to us and, you know, either tell us we suck or not. I don't care. Maybe be nice. I want to tell you you suck right now. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but say it, say it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> But now he's gonna. Or Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, duh. <laughs> okay, uh, so our yeah. Twitter and our Instagram, you can get to us at TLAL Podcast or email us at TLALPCast at Gmail. And, um, you know, here's to ladies. Shit, edit this. <laughs> Let's start listening to what they have to say. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>